0: I've had a lot of trouble with, uh, several horses since that, but, uh, I'm still living over them. But I've quit the horse business. When I was, uh, we had my on the farm till we almost raised our family, and uh, we moved to town. And I bought a lot and built a garage. Went in the garage business and and uh, worked in the garage business a while. And then my uh, there was a highway coming through the town, Viola. I was in Arkansas, and uh, there was uh, some property on the corner, in the, the corner of, of the freeway, of the highway, and main street in Viola. So I managed to buy this property on the house and lot on the corner there. And uh, I built a a stone building and put in a service station and a uh, little grocery and uh, I worked at that about 14 years and, and uh, we come out uh, my son uh, uh, seen the edge of some mail routes in California, him and uh, uh, Sam Bedwell, stepson of mine and uh, they decided to bid on these jobs and uh and they was lucky enough or unlucky i don't know what you'd call it anyway they got the job to carry the mail out here and uh, i brought hub and his family out here and left him get started and uh I stayed with him uh, about nearly a year, and then I went back. In the meantime, I'd leased my service station to a man, and uh, so when I got him rigged up where he was in pretty good shape, I uh, went back home, and uh, this was uh, in Nevada City. California, and I went back home anyway, and uh, uh, the next year I sold out there, and uh, come out here in California again, and uh, bought a service station and uh, some property down between Roseville and Sacramento. This happened in 1938 here, and my son got in bad health, and uh, it, he decided that he'd better let the uh, male route go, and I come up, and uh, I bought him out, and uh, I stayed with that uh, about 25 years, and uh, I. I quit the mail business then, but anyway, going back to my young days, I remember one time me and a cousin of mine and a friend went down in Lawrence County in Arkansas to a little town called Biggers, and I went down there to pick cotton. And there was an old legal witch up in Missouri there that uh, predicted that this was going to set in raining on Monday. And it would rain eight days, and then it would clear up, and uh, the ground, the land in that place, would sink. the territory there was called, and uh, where there was between Black River and uh, Kirk River an awful good strip of land to the river bottom land and this old nigger woman she predicted that that land would sink the 8th day so it set in and it did rain and rained every day right on. On about the seventh day, well, about half of the people in that town left, went to the hills. They got scared and they thought the old nigger was right about it and they got scared and they took everything that they could carry and, uh, and left. Well, it rained on till the 8th day, and it fired up, and uh, they waited for the the bay to sink. Of course, I didn't think there'd be anything to it myself, not that I'm a a witch or anything of the kind, but then I just didn't believe it. But anyway, the 8th day it cleared up, Quit raining, and uh, there's a lot of them that was there. I thought, and that they had left. Thought, uh, yes, it was here do just what she said. It rained eight days and cleared up on the eighth day, but uh, they didn't sink. And then the people, the next day, then the ninth day, while well, the people began to come back, <laughs> and they got pretty badly mist disappointed in a, in a, uh, one way, in a pleasant way, they got disappointed. So, uh, we stayed down there then a little while, and we was there uh, down there in town one uh, night. And I was staying with my uncle, lived up just in the, in the, in the country there, not far from town. So, uh, we went downtown that night, and, uh, seemed like everybody was in a racket down there that night. And, uh, there was some who wanted to racket out of me and my cousin and my friend that was there with me. And, uh... They, begin uh, began to pick on us and tell us what they was going to do first. So I, uh, the moon was shining, and, uh, there was a, a, restaurant there, and, uh, there's a lot of empty soda uh, bottles and beer bottles in uh, the cases sitting there on the porch. And I just kind of backed up and got one of them long-handled beer bottles and put it in my hip pocket. And uh, them boys lined up four of them in front of us, and swinging their hands and the cussing, uh, telling us what they was going to do to us. And I was just standing there with my hand on my... holding to this bottle, only in my hip pocket. And I told the boys there wasn't any use of uh, talking all night about it. I said, if you're going to do anything, well, right now's the time to start it. Uh, But they didn't, didn't seem to be ready to start it right then. But anyway, the marshal of the town come walking up the street, and he was seeing us there, and he walked up behind me, and he reached down his right easy, and took a uh, hold of that bottle, and uh, pulled it out of my pocket, and, and I threw it out to one side, and he told these other boys then that, uh, um, to get out from there. Scatter out from here, and don't you start any more rockets. Anyway, I guess it had been a kind of a nasty fight. Another friend that lived there was standing against the wall there right by us with his knife open, and uh, he was going to help us. But the marshal run the boys off, and we didn't have any trouble. And we started home, and I got up uh, little ways, and... Uh, there was a, a doctor up there. Uh, he had uh, evidently started, he'd been down in town, and evidently he'd started back down to town. Anyway, we'd seen him there, and he stopped us and and, and told us about his troubles down there with the marshal. And. Uh, he said that he wasn't able to fight him. He said, uh, but if I'd have had my gun, I'd have killed him. I guess, but uh, I didn't have it with me. And uh, we was talking, and there's going to have a trial the next day. And he uh, said, now you boys just listen. I'm going to make the speech. And I'm going to make it the trial, the next- tomorrow. And he started down on his speech, and he was laying it off. And I guess you can imagine about the reason why he was acting this way—he'd had a little too much to drink. And uh, we heard somebody squalling down there in town, and pretty soon here come an Indian on a mule, and he rode right up those Idaho's and stopped and said. Uh them fellows down there was uh, uh beating him to death and said trying to kill him with boards and everything else and he wanted to know if I else had a gun. Well I uh, told him no, we didn't but uh doc uh, the doctor said I've got a good one. he says well, I've got a uh dandy thirty eight coats up at the house and uh if you want it I'll get it for you. And uh, we went on up with him, and this Indian, he went with the doctor up to his, where the roads crossed, and we stopped there, and he told us to watch for these boys and see if they come by and tell them to notice which way they went. So we stopped there and, uh, under a tree where the moon was shining and where they wouldn't notice us. And, well, they was going up just a little ways after this gun while well, they come by riding the horses. And uh, and they turned to the right. And the doctor lived up to the left. And uh, pretty soon, that Indian come running his view back down there. And he run up and stopped. And he says, oh, I want to show you boys something. He pulled that old gun out and showed it to us. And... He says, I'm going to lay a bullet right between Crudel Crawley's, that's the man, one of the man's name, and the other one was a nigger, he was, his name was White, Tim White. He says, I'm going to shoot, lay a ball right between Crudel Crawley's eyes tonight. So he, I told him which way they went, and he started as hard as his old mule could run. And they got about a quarter of a mile, I guess. I heard a gun shoot. I heard two shots down there. And I never did know what to do. And we left the next morning right early. We had enough of it, and we come home the next morning, right early that next morning. And I don't know whether he ever caught up with the boys or not.